Excellent. <laughs> thank you. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, thank you very much for inviting me. Um, I thought I'd just start, hopefully I hit the time of four, maybe five minutes. I'll just start a little bit of who I am and who our group is. Um, so, of course, you, hopefully you've heard of SOM before, but uh, I represent really the urban design, city design practice of SOM. Uh, we're about 100 people strong across the globe in various offices, and we're really architects and designers and planners who are just passionate about solving these critical urban problems that we're facing in cities, both uh, existing cities, as well as new cities that we're developing in places like China or even Africa. Um, so, and we're very much uh, passionate about the environment and how that plays plays out. And I think we're also quite proud of, of our work because we, we want to really deliver these places, not just to end up with uh, reports on someone's shelves or guidelines. We actually want to deliver these things. So having um, a project like Millennium Park uh, delivered that we can go see and feel and see how it's changed that part of Chicago where I came from, I was fortunate enough to be involved in this at the beginning, um, is really wonderful and that's really why we do what we're doing actually. Um, so some of the themes that we're addressing as a firm before I get into the case study is really looking at the health of the city and well-being. And we've been looking at the city cluster um, in terms of uh, thermal comfort, not just access to wind and, or bad access to wind, but uh, managing wind and access to daylight and sunlight, but also what's it like to feel on the ground in these places, particularly as a place like this is intensifying. Um, we're also very interested in, obviously, livability at higher densities. How can we infuse um, existing cities and regenerate them to provide for places for families, places for students, for young people, for people that are, are getting up in the, in the years. That's um, also very passionate and high on our agenda. We've also um, been, been passionate about, as I said before, bringing the landscape and urban ecology into cities, sort of the urban wilding of our, of our cities, which has been another focus of ours, both internally working with our own landscape architects, but also working with great uh, designers of the landscape beyond SOM. So that was a project in, in revitalizing the Chicago River, which has had a, a tremendous regeneration. And of course, we're all about creating better vibrancy and building places for people to congregate, to innovate, to collaborate, um, and, and to just create meaningful, memorable urban places. So on to the sort of the main topic that I was going to present today is really, we've been doing this uh, pro bono exercise to look at a bit of research and theory, but also a design intervention into a problem that we see in London, particularly with the strategic uh, employment land that's been safeguarded in the London plan and still trying to address the need of housing. So how do we help London um, transition through Brexit, protect the jobs, create better jobs, and intensify these places that uh, I think are affecting a lot of the, the zone three and beyond, the suburbs of London, and which is very applicable in many of the small cities around the UK and North America and other places in Europe. So we were looking in particular at this corridor, uh, the light rail connection between Wimbledon and Croydon that's recently opened, but no development has happened along it. So we saw this as a good test bed to look at. Along this area, there's four major employment zones. Um, some of them are more retail park led. Some of them are more light industry led. A lot of it's logistics, a lot of it's bus depots. So it's not heavy industry. It's not nasty stuff. It's just boring, low-density, inefficient use of land, I would say, that's really been residual since the post-war time. So we're, we're envisaging sort of a, a model that, that looks at a, a new kind of mixed community that 
not only maintains the amount of jobs there, but maybe lifts them up into higher quality jobs. Uh, we're seeing a transformation of employment from obviously the, the big sort of Amazon type users who are in these places, but also the finer grain um, user and maker places. So you're designing things and making them in the same place. So it's a finer grain employment, but also connected to uh, opportunities for new housing and improvements of the natural system that's nearby. And, and, and this, this part of London has a great open space system that runs through it. So you can take advantage of that for value. Um, so here we're just looking at a typical sort of land take of existing employment. These are typical one to two story buildings, low plot ratio, very inefficient use of land. Um, and how can we come up with a hybrid model that could maintain some of the bigger box uses, um, densify some of the pure employment spaces, but also come up with a hybrid model where we can mix employment and housing together. So many people are looking at this sort of stacked industrial model. We've actually built a project like this in Chicago where, whereby you can actually intensify these, these employment uses on top of one another as long as you work out logistics and getting goods up and down through the building. But the finer grain at the top and the bigger users at the bottom, this is definitely possible and, and, and is happening in cities. We're also excited about this model where you can create sort of a base uh, to a building that has these finer grain employment uses. You'd have to be careful about which types, obviously, but things like workshops, or not metal workshops, but maybe fabrication <laughs> of small things, uh, model makers, uh, bakeries, um, smaller enterprises, uh, sm startup companies at the base with, with uh, housing above. Two more slides, two more slides, and I'm done. <laughs> So it could look something like this, where the, the ground plane is activated by a wide range of, of employment uses. It could be retail as well, it could be community uses mixed in with this. So it's a, a, a framework, a, a skeleton that could be inhabited by many different things to be flexible in terms of the lease structure as well as the physical moving of, of, of space, partition space. We could even take advantage of, of below grade opportunities and just about managing edges of the blocks that would be service-led and edges of the blocks would be more pedestrian and, and lobby-led. So through this exercise, we were actually able to double, it's theoretical exercise, but we are actually able to double the amount of jobs on this site today, as well as add a tremendous amount of new housing on this particular site of 30 hectares. Um, and we see opportunities in the roofscape, let's say, of this podium to create places for the workers and the, the people living above to, to come together, and in this case, overlook a great green space. And finally, you know, this is the corridor that's there today, the industrial zone on the left with the, the poor light rail line that's just been kept in its sort of um, uh, freight line that's fenced off. It could be hopefully transformed into something like this in the future. That's it. <laughs>